Football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dwee's nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Oh, week one of the NFL in the books, boys. We are on to week two. Welcome back to your football fantasy. We can't fucking wait to talk all about week two. Take some shots. Uh, talk about three in the pink, two in the stink. All these wonderful things that we do every week. Boys, welcome back to the show. How are you feeling today? A little under the weather, similar to you. Are you feeling a little under the weather? Uh-huh. You bitch. Quit being a bitch. I'm sick as shit, but I'm here. I'm not bitching about it. Well, I am here. Good boy. Yeah, right? You are. I'll give you credit. <laughs> it's about time. You got some shots to take, too, so we'll see if we can't fix that. What sure ails you? Kill what ails you. Froggy, how we doing, buddy? Sounds like I'm doing the best of the bunch. I'll take it. Mm. I count it as a win. Because you're healthy. You made it through two weeks of work without... Just a little sore. Some sore muscles. This new workout routine. Kicking my ass. My buddy's kicking my ass, but I'm hanging. Like, literally? That's the workout routine. He he stands up against the wall, <laughs> hands over, up. let my ball sag, and, she and just, gives me a big old fucking kicks, kicks the shit out of his ass. Until I bleed. Really tones the glutes. Is Until what I he's bleed and diarrhea right out the hole. There you go. Lose right, some right, weight. Right to that again. the glutes. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's, ju- let's jump into the news then. This week in football. So first thing we want to discuss here is the Darius Geis stuff. Torn meniscus. This kid can't stay healthy. He's got knee problems galore. Originally, they said it's a four to six week recovery on this torn meniscus. But they just put him on the IR. I think they did that today. Uh, so the question I have for you guys is twofold. This week... Washington goes and plays Dallas. Do you like one of these two running back options, AP or Chris Thompson, this week against Dallas? And if you're picking one for the season, who is it? Chris Thompson, I recall approximately nine months ago saying he was scared to run on his leg. Yeah. I can't get that out of my head. He's kind of a bitch. Yeah, similar, but did you see him play? Looked great. To both Look, of you. Looked full go. If you think Chris game. Thompson is a, a legit running back for the entire season, you are high as a kite. Just say he looked good. In a PPR, half PPR, I'm taking Chris Thompson all day. I'll take AP. Now, is that just this week, or is that Oh, no, the rest of the season. Yeah. Me I mean, ten, AP 10 will, targets, 68 yeah, 10 yards targets. receiving last yeah. week. Yeah. He had three carries. He's going to get, he'll get five to eight carries. Wiz, you're not at all concerned that AP's lost it. I mean, he was not a healthy scratch in week one. They were. I think they he's were, healthy scratch because him and Geis are such similar running backs, and Geis is probably a hell of a lot better. He's younger. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's lost. He's not He's not AP. AP is a 24-year-old, if that's the question is. The other question, the other part of this question has to be, this is a team that we don't 
Well, I certainly don't expect them to be up often. Right, exactly. So, is game script come into this well, at all Thompson's for you? Thompson's going to be on the field way more. I certainly, AP here. is not a pass catching back, especially yeah. now. That this I agree. With you. I mean, that's an. I mean, yes. I just don't think. I don't have a lot of faith that Thompson can stay healthy. If you're rostering one, you'd rather AP. Right. Okay. Look at their schedule. There may be two or three games where you say, "All right, Washington's got a good matchup. AP could go for 102 scores." Just. But all the rest of the games, it's going to be Thompson. I think that has more If, if Thompson stays healthy, I think you're right, that he probably outscores him for the long term. I thought, I thought their offense was okay this week. No, surprisingly, yeah, okay. they did all right. Um, something to look at, something to think about. Probably AP and Chris Thompson sitting there on your waiver wire if they haven't already been scooped up. So, so consider it. Consider it this week against Dallas, maybe, moving forward, possibly. Let's talk about Antonio Brown. Best topic of the late off season here. So he's a rapist. He and his buddy Ben got it together and uh, started fucking chicks that didn't want it. Where are we, where are we standing here? He's just a patriot. I don't know if we even talked about that yet. He's the gift that just keeps giving no, in terms of fantasy news. Oh, it's it's great. The media... The actual just news, I should say. Yeah, so uh, since our last show, obviously he was cut, signed immediately by the Patriots. Obviously couldn't play in week one. Set up to play here in week two, but uh, I, I think at this point he's still playing yep. in week two. Is he actually, I mean, did they confirm, I know he's been practicing. But they just said today they will not be putting him on the exempt list while they while they undergo the investigation. So he's playing here in week two. How much he plays, we'll see. Obviously, it's a complicated playbook. Uh, but you know Belichick's going to give him at least, you know, three, four routes and, and 15 plays that he can get out there and run. So he'll be in packages. So do we play him in week two? Do no, you, you have don't any play balls him in week to play two. Him in week no, two? unless your team's terrible. Right. If you're desperate and you don't have anybody else, he could score. So you you said Bullfrog earlier. You got AP. You traded for AP. I did. Uh, and uh, you're you're likely sitting him this week. Who are the guys you're putting out there in front of him just to give people sort of a frame of reference? Yeah, I'm starting three receivers over Antonio Brown this week, and that's going to be Julio Jones, Sammy Watkins, Cooper Cup. Starting all three of those guys over Antonio Brown. Yeah, the first two feel pretty obvious, but Cooper Cup is probably something that's going to be a great game. I mean, the projection is that game should be back and forth. Hope Cup didn't do, you know, it's Cup's due for some scores this week. I'm feeling it. I hope Lattimore's going to be Lattimore's going to be guarding one of those guys on the outside. Again, he, he's not the best corner, but he fucking plays hard. He he's works a, hard. He's aggressive as shit. Uh, so there's going to be some slot guy for fucking the Saints who's not any good that probably just got torched by. Fucking Texans. So. Yep. Um, all right, let's look at... Uh, I, I put in here that the Raiders rookie, that Abrams kid, if you watched Hard Knocks, you know who this is. I know hey, he's wow. a. I know he's a rookie. They well, He's a first-round pick. One of their four first-round picks. Um, he's a good player. Really aggressive safety. I think this hurts this defense quite a lot. I didn't like the defense to begin with. Um, I think this helps anybody in their run game that's playing against Oakland a whole lot. It's fantasy show, so we don't need to talk about it a lot. I wanted to put it in there, though, because he uh, he was a force to be reckoned with in that run game. How about Hunter Henry, though? A tibial plateau fa- fracture. So this is a... They say this is a four- to six-week recovery, but they're not saying a whole lot out of the team about the injury itself and what they're doing about it. So I read a lot about this tibial plateau fracture. They it, you can You can fix it with surgery. There's also non-surgery ways to go about it. If you go the non-surgery route, uh, it's more like three months recovery, hmm. right? And and Hunter Henry is just coming off of what he tears ACL. ACL. So, you know, four to six weeks seems like it's it's 
He came back pretty quickly off the ACL, but it seems like it's really optimistic. He's not going to the IR. If you have Hunter Henry, you drafted Hunter Henry. Do you try to hold on to him or just say, fuck it, move on? I think you say fuck it, move on. I, I mean, move I, there's, on. Yeah, there's not. He's not that good of a tight end to hold on to at this point. Even if it's six weeks, like no. that six weeks, six of a weeks. You second got, you've got to go exactly. You go, go back find. and get him later. Yes. I mean, we talked about it in the off season, and I think it's already shown week one that tight ends are fucking shit after your top couple. <laughs> yeah. Because it's that. it's a shit show in the middle it to is. the bottom. Look at we just talked I mean, about before the show. Look I at OJ Howard. Yeah, fucking yeah. zero and targets. What fourth or fifth drafted tight end? Yes, sir. Bad. Hawkinson? I think Hawkinson's we'll moving up. Hawkinson, anyone? We'll Andrews, see. good week we'll one. See. Ingram, an awesome week one. I think so. Evan Ingram is going to solidify himself in that top tier. Stay healthy I think too, Ingram, yeah. I think Ingram and Hawkinson are going to solidify themselves pretty. He, Hawkinson was out there a lot, and he got a ton of work. If that keeps yeah, going, I mean, they they ran a shitload of offensive plays, and they threw it a lot in that game. They so we'll see. Blew that game. Like we'll see if they can continue. And Holy the other shit. thing about him is that he is a athletic freak. He is an athletic freak, and he can block. Yeah, he'll be on the field all the time. Yeah. I don't expect him to run as many plays. <laughs> So as they did this past week, so we'll see how that ends up. But yeah, he's he's he's. I've certainly tried to go get him in a couple leagues. I think I bid twenty one bucks on him in one of my leagues, and he went for thirty five in the fab. So I hit on him in best ball, eighty percent ownership on the hawk. Yeah. What are you saying? That why'd you guys lose that game? Why'd you tie that game? Well, fucking blew it, dude. I don't know why. They just got prevented, prevent defense, conservative play calling. Blame this on Matt. I blame it on play calling and coaching. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. One hundred percent for Mister Patricia. Um, anyway, Hunter Henry's out. Get rid of him. Who does this help on this team? Is it Keenan Allen who's going to take this work? Is it Mike Evans who's going to score these touchdowns? Mike Williams. Well, that's what I said. Um, it should be both of them. It should be both of them. But Mike Williams was nowhere to be seen in the week one. I mean, he got hurt, right? I mean, we don't know in the any. third quarter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but we talked about the Colts having some good cornerbacks. They're a tough team to not pass good against. enough to shut down him. Should, uh, which should be him. I think, I mean, Travis Benjamin comes back into play a little bit, you know, especially in the best ball if you sure. had him. He's going to have a couple weeks where you know he goes for some fucking big Is miles. it all Eckler? Is Eckler the beast, big winner man. here? Yeah, Eckler's a beast. Oh. If he stays healthy, Eckler's going to be a beast, Fuck. man. No yeah. way. Fuck yeah, he is. Could be. Maybe Melvin, Melvin Gordon comes back. Why are they going to pay Melvin Gordon at this point? Fucking know. A. Hunter Henry just three touchdowns. Mike Williams is hurt. Stop. Gordon, Gordon really fucked Gordon, this you up. Go play Gordon, you might want to sign that $10 million offer. Sign it, buddy. Fucking sign it. I don't think it's even available to him anymore. How about Tyreek Hill out four to six week with a, a clavicle injury? Apparently it's not broken. There's something else going on with it. I don't know. Not good. Not good. Some kind of reverse displacement where it shoots backwards and it can cause a real health problem or it something. It can stab right into yeah. your lungs if it goes backwards. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's terrifying. Um, that's why you had to go to the hospital. Sammy Watkins is the guy here. I know you like your Miko Hardman. Obviously this is a big, big shoes to fill. Is Kelsey going to score more points now? What's going to happen? Kelsey and the two running backs. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of a rotational thing with the wide receivers anyway. I think Kelsey gets a little bump. The running backs get a little bump. But with you know Watkins, Hardman, and even Robinson, he's on the field all the fucking time. He, he was on the field a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Those guys are going to have weeks where Robinson gets two. Maybe Hardman gets two. Yeah, Watkins will have a couple more big weeks if he can stay healthy. The only I, That offense is, is somewhat difficult, I know, um, unless Hardman's job is only to run streaks. Streak. If that's the only job, then he'll be on the field. He was, a lot. He was out there already seventy percent of the plays last week. Man. Without he a just target, didn't without get a, a target, didn't though. get a lot of action. Yeah, so so something there is a disconnect. If maybe Mahomes not quite trusting him yet, but 
We'll see. I mean, somebody's got to score. Somebody you know, is some, going to fucking score. Mahomes ain't right. going to slow down much. Maybe LaShawn McCoy scores a bunch of touchdowns. Shady's back, baby. Shady's fucking back. Ugh. I wouldn't say he's back. Ugh. It's a very Ugh. good situation. 80 yards on 12K areas. He's right loving now. life right now. Oh. Huh? This like, he might have the best quarterback. He got out of fucking Buffalo. Oh my god! Shit. How about Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold has mono, guys. He's gonna miss this game, and you have to imagine at least what three more. No, I, this is how tip- mono fucking works. It no, takes no. forever, and there's nothing you can do. Tip- you just have to wait. So we had guys on getting mono in, in their out week. Their out one game. Some, they were talking game. about on the news this morning, though. Part of having mono, you can get an enlarged liver, and contact sports become yeah, much your, more fucking dangerous. Yeah. So like, if well, here's and the thing. he's already so they they were talking about it, and Sam Darnold is very concerned already about his weight loss. Saying that he'd already lost, and then the reporter was about to say it, and then they backed off. They didn't want to give the number already. Yeah. So like he's had, he's got to stay away from the team. He's he's fucking having them just bring food after food after food. Who knows? So he's not dropping all this weight. Yeah, it's fucking concerning. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little nervous for so team. You know, Robbie Anderson was a relatively high middle high draft pick this year, but. Jameson Crowder comes out and gets 17 fucking targets How many in catches? week 13 one. or something? Yeah, oh 99 yards, though. So Where was that last year? So <laughs> careful there, but, uh, like, is there anybody? Le'Veon Bell had a huge week. Is there anybody on this team? If Sam Darnold's not playing, I don't even know who the fucking backup is. Is Trevor there anybody? Simeon, I think, yeah. who's getting Northwestern, yeah. boy. Is there anybody that you can, you can roll out there and feel good about still on this team? No. Not right now, no. No. That's fair. That's a good answer. I mean, like you said, Le'Veon Bell got to work. I mean, 17 carries for 60 yards. That, he's gonna, that's what was his? What was Tom McTarry had eight targets? He had like six catches. Yeah. And nine targets. And a, and a nine receiving targets. score. He had a lot of work. All right. So, yeah, we'll we'll watch what happens there with Sam Darnold. I was I was looking at picking up Jamison Crowder in some of my PPR leagues because you can't fucking beat 13 catches in a week. I don't expect a ton from him. Without Donald in there, though, Trevor Simeon is not good at football. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Everybody but the Big Wiz has a stat of the week for us today. We're going to keep it moving. I don't want to bog things down. We're going to bog it down today. Well, I know brother. you guys will. It's going to go all night. Oh. Because we talked about fuck? it. I talked about it. The Colts offensive line has been brought up multiple times. Marlon Mack. A 25 carry, 174 yard performance with zero broken tackles. Seriously? 174 yards without having to break one fucking tackle. What's your point here? That means that fucking offensive line straight bull doze over the Chargers. Holy shit. So, I I traded Marlon Mack away. I'm a little nervous that. He's not going to repeat those performances every week, but maybe. Yeah, but he can also break tackles. Yeah, so. he fucking ran a four three seven at the combine. I didn't realize he was that's so fast. That's how good that offensive he line is. is. That's just that's ground and pound the shit out of people. We'll see, man. That's so incredible. That, that's something to keep an eye on. If Mac, we talk. Well, you had him as a top five back. Could he? Could he actually do it without luck hanging around? I don't think he had zero targets. I mean, before the show starts, we Even talked after about the coaching this. staff talking yeah. about giving him more action there. We talked about this before. That I mean, Kamara is so fucking good. McCaffrey's good. Barkley's good. He is will have a challenge to finish in the top five. Yeah. Five is the only spot. You only at, at, yeah. yeah. Barring an injury. I mean, if he can keep going, 150 yeah. plus. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Easy. 
So that was an interesting zero zero broken tech. All right, I have a question for you guys. This is my stat of the week. We talk about opportunity on this show a lot. Opportunity is king. Before you can get opportunity, you have to be on the field, though, right? There were six players, non-quarterback. There were six skill players, running backs, receivers, and tight ends, that played 100% of their team's offensive snaps in week one. Two of them were running backs. Two of them were receivers. Two of them were tight ends. Do you think you can name any of them for us? So, 100% of their snaps, two quarterbacks, two running backs, no, two tight two ends. No, two running backs, two receivers, two tight ends. McCaffrey? McCaffrey did it. In fact, McCaffrey's now played 100% of his snaps in the first two games of the season. Not Barkley. Nope. Say that again. Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell was the other guy. running back. Two for two! Some of the snaps. Let's say the receivers. I'll give you a hint. They're on the same fucking team. Woods and Cooks. That is not it. Ah. Hopkins and Fuller. Let me give you another hint. This is a team. It makes sense that their receivers are on the field the entire game. Godwin and Evans? Mm-mm. They weren't doing very well. Ross and Boyd. No. How about uh, Julio and Ridley? No. Mm-mm. That's a good offense. Yeah. Oh, Landry and Beckham? Jarvis Landry, oh. Odell Beckham Jr., wow. 100%. All right, that's three. Those are the only two. So I'm going to go Kelsey here. What was the other receiver? One? That's 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 two receivers. We just got them. Oh, so it's two I running backs, two, two receivers. Yeah, now right. we have two tight ends. Kelsey's, Kelsey's one. not one of them. Both of these are surprising tight ends that you're probably not going to guess. That's one of them. Ooh, nice Darren right. Waller played 100% of his team's snap. I think he got eight targets, ten, somewhere in that range as well. Give me a hit on the next one. Get no, NFC no, we'll North. Hawk. Was it Shaheen? I know it that. Not it, Hawk? it was not Rudolph? Shaheen. It was Kyle fucking Rudolph. He got 100% of the snaps over Irv Smith. 100% no well, some double tight ends of probably, the snaps. Those are, oh. your, those are your six guys that were just on the field forever. CMC and Bell, who both performed pretty well. Waller performed pretty well. But Landry, Beckham, and Kyle Rudolph didn't have Good great stats. week ones. But they stats. were out there. And you can't have opportunity if you're not on the field. So Odell. The most interesting of that is, is, is Odell and Landry and yes. just didn't do shit. Especially, Wildly, come, especially him saying he wasn't 100% coming yeah. into the game. That, was, that, one I, that one I was surprised by uh, pretty well. All right, that is your stat of the week times two. Next thing. Oh, yeah. Kind of sweet. Kind of shitty. What are you taking over there? Let's talk about three in the pink, two in the stink really quickly. Guys, we've got 29 or 30 participants in here. If you're listening and you're a part of this, you can follow along where we're at on the website, uh, yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. I have all of your picks on there. I have our weekly standings. I have our overall standings on there. I tweeted this out, uh, and and I've, I've been getting comments from... Probably 150 people. There's only 30 people involved. People oh. are really excited about this. They're going to follow along, which is cool. Uh, so we'll give you a little bit of a breakdown each week, just kind of how how things are going. I'm not going to tell you everybody's score because that's a waste of time. We'll start off with the top three guys in our little league this week. Number one is Car Guy, who happens also to be leading another of our fantasy leagues that we're in with. He scored mm-hmm. plus 72 on the week. Number two, that would be yours truly, Dweez Nuts with a positive 58. And Charles DeMar, old friend of the show, positive 55, comes in third place. We flip to the bottom three out of the 30 here. Third from the bottom comes two-on-one fantasy pod with a negative 66. Brian Adkins, also a Twitter 
Twitter follower of mine, negative 68. And our last place finish in week one, that's the good doctor with a negative 76. You may remember he was first by a mile after the first week, last go around. Um, not so much this time. We got to look at the three of us. There's always a shot on the line. Whichever one of the three of us here on the show does worst in a week gets to take a shot. We already know that Dewey's Nuts finished second with a positive 58. In second or in second place between the three of us, that's the big whiz. Positive nine lands you 12th overall. And Froggy's negative 14, right back into the negative column where you finished every week last year. Lands you in 18th place, so you're not that close to the bottom, but you do get to take a shot for us. What and do you I even had the best balls deep guy. Yep. And they still finished fucking negative And you 14. still fucked it up. I just, we just shoot, sticking with my fucking raspberry fucking pucker. Sweet and sour schnapps. boy. Because I like the pink stuff. A couple of points that, uh, notes that I want to make here, point out. There's only one Balls D player at all that got any positive points. Usually they scored negative points. But Chris Carson, for a couple of guys that had him, scored a positive eight there. The highest individual scoring player of the week was Tyreek Hill. Somebody has him sitting at his ugly stick. He did not play oh, well because he got hurt. Shit. Got a positive 65. But now he go to zero. Out of him. Won't be getting any weeks, points right? for the next few weeks. The lowest scoring player. Somebody's got Mike Williams in their half shaft position. Negative 42 there. Somebody else has Dante Pettis at just a tip. Also scored a negative 42. So those are some damning players and some really high players that might have helped or hurt you this week. We'll continue to follow this game as we go. Follow along on the website. And I think Froggy's going to be taking a lot of shots season long all right uh is gonna start that for joe mixon take that one for joe mixon Wiz made two bets last week one with froggy here Wiz thought that mixon would end in the top 10 froggy said no guess what he didn't i didn't think it was that bad of a bet he got hurt he did he still wasn't doing good wasn't doing good doesn't matter how good the bet was at the beginning it's all about how it is now you made another bet you made one with me you said that the uh, Minnesota-Atlanta game would be the highest scoring of the week. I said Houston-New Orleans is going to outscore them, and they did. So you can take your second shot there. You've got five of them total because you also lost in the quarterback streamer. You picked uh, Fitzmagic, ended up quarterback 26. And you and I both tied with the worst streaming defense, defense number 13 overall. You had Indy. I had Detroit. Finally, we did it. We do a daily competition that includes the three of us, the good doctor, and one of our other neighbors. And uh, the loser out of the uh, out of all the people in that show or in that in that game there gets to take a shot each week. Wiz, you lost last place this week, so those are your five shots. What do you want here, number two? Do how was that peppermint, buddy? You know, you should you should try it. It doesn't taste, taste better than it smells. It, yeah, yeah, I say you should take one and one of these. I to will. Taste I'll, I'll rotate it, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna start. I got, I have three more to fucking go. I'm gonna this. start with my raspberry. Better So um, I get to take two shots here. My start of the week pick was Mike Evans. Mike Evans finished wide receiver 67, which is worse <clears> than. Um, so quarterback number 21. What I've decided to do, yeah, by the way, guys, so how's that? Like double what I've decided to do is double them, right? Yeah. So so you've got a quarterback 21 would be equivalent to a wide receiver 42 yeah, since you have twice fair. as many players in there. But I, Mike Evans was wildly worse Same than that. Same as running back then, too? So Same as running back. It was wildly worse than that. You picked Dalvin Cook as your stud of the week. The only one that was a stud running back five. Had a great game. Nice job. Go also, if we stick for that game for a second, he, I thought he would be that game would be much more dominating. 
Yeah. Like, I thought he would have put up huge stats similar to Kirk Cousins after the first quarter and just saw what they were doing, and they just kind of stopped. Yeah, they, they kind of fizzled out a little bit, I feel they, like. They, didn't kinda, have they to. got vanilla. Yeah. And Matt Madison got in there quite a bit. He looked pretty good. All right, if we're looking at... Can't get it up. That's next here. So, Cam Newton was uh, your pick there, Wiz. Obviously the best at quarterback 34. Great pick. Could have picked yep, him again this week one. if our show happened earlier. I picked... Nick Chubb ended at running back 23, which is almost outside Pick. the top 24. That was a pretty damn yep. good one. But you, sir, your hate for David Johnson. He finished running back 7 in a bad game. Well, Likely to keep doing bad. that all year, though. First half bad. They, they I think he's going to be fine. And Non-flashy, but continue. So that's point. a shot for you. We also picked our flex traffickers. Uh, Froggy, you took Breida, who scored 3.7 fantasy points and a half PPR. Not very good. You took... Tevin Coleman over there got hurt with, so <laughs> your 6.6 no, didn't, didn't do it. And uh, I, I took Will Fuller. I said he only needs one or two deep balls. He caught one 48-yard 48, 48 ball, and that was pretty much it. A couple other small things. But his 7.9 was the highest of the three of ours. Not really good enough for flex anywhere. Oh. We let our listeners down there. But I'm going to take two shots. Froggy, you've got three. How many yep. got left with Three more. This is my third right here, ladies and gentlemen, knocking them out. Sorry about the advice. You know, we do our best. No, 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 no. We're not apologizing for Ooh, it. I forgot to put that raspberry back in the freezer. Can't get it up. It's tough, man. I have a hard time finding guys to pick from, for sure. Can't you're so young and new, Ryan. What's that? You can get it up. It's just your problem. Well, exactly. No problem with that. You got all the juice. Not much to fill. Nowhere to put it these days, right? Well, let's take these shots and get back to the show, because this is probably not very entertaining. I'm you dark. said the listeners want us to take shots. <laughs> they want us to get drunk. I don't know how much they want to listen to us take a bunch of shots. So there you go. There are shots for this though. week. Hopefully, Wiz starts to slur some of his words. Five isn't that many, though. Especially if you're t- taking these weak-ass shit shots. You're going to take one man shot today. I think I will. Okay, one maker's mark. You take a maker's mark? I might take a maker's mark. All right. So you can keep doing those shots because you have so damn many of them. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to do our studs of the week. That, oh, he's, this is, you know, at end of the, this is, he's the next big thing. I've got quarterbacks this week, guys, and I'm going to pick Tom fucking Brady, who came out screaming in week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everything was going right on that team, offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball. It was, it was fantastic to watch. I decided watching that game that I am over my hate for the Patriots and Tom Brady. I just want to enjoy watching him play because they're fuck. That's a great team, and he's a great player. It's just fun to watch. They're dominating. They picked man. that yeah. team to pieces, man. He, Better prepared. Twenty-four out of thirty-six passes, three hundred forty-one yards, and three touchdowns last week against Pittsburgh. Really good game. Obviously, they went up, and he stopped throwing the ball. I think he only had four or five pass attempts in the fourth fourth quarter. All told. Which is concerning for this week as I'm picking him here as my stud because they get to play the Miami Dolphins. Need I remind you that Lamar fucking Jackson threw for 324 and five touchdowns, but that's not all. RG3 came in and threw 55 yards and a touchdown against this defense as well. The Dolphins are a trash team. All the players on this team have pretty much come out publicly and said they quit. They don't want to play for this team anymore. They love to be moved. Uh, this, this, this is a this is going to be a shit show. It's going to be a fucking firing squad. AB will play, and that's it's just another weapon. Even if he only plays, thank you. Even if he only plays 10, 12 snaps, it's just another weapon. I think Brady, who 
Look, it's in Miami, and the New England Patriots have historically struggled in, in Miami. Miami. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to fucking happen this year, guys. Yeah. Watch Tom Brady uh, go apeshit, and we need to talk about putting him as our starting quarterback in the dynasty. Uh, I, I kind mm-hmm. of agree with you, but I am concerned about going into Miami, which they, for some reason, can't do. Some reason struggle. Nah, mm-hmm. Not this, not this year, baby. I mean, I'm great with that pick, but any 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 concern on that of Bill, Belichick just being like, yeah, hey, we got to work on the ground and pound game. Flores. Yeah, I, it, I think there's a I think there's Sony a fair chance that they end up. Dick I think there's week. a fair chance that they end up running the ball. But you think Brady still gets his a whole yeah. lot? But I think Brady's I think Brady's going to be just fine. Hey, what's your thoughts on uh, Rex Burkhead while we're talking about this game, Wiz? No, I don't like Rex Burkhead. Sir Michelle's a much better running back. He might be, but Rex Burkhead led the team in snaps, total Do touches, we think that's gonna happen? rushing yards, targets. Led the team in just targets? about every category. Yes, he had more targets. Than James White for running. Yeah. He had eight targets at White. Do you expect seven. that to happen? He was always on the field. Do you expect that to happen? A okay. guy that could hasn't been on the field. He's like Will Fuller. You realize? Yeah, I'm just well, saying yeah. if he's healthy, it looks a whole lot like this team wants him on the fucking. I think field. part of that could be just Sony sucking too. Bell, Bill's like fuck. If you're gonna suck, fourteen for we'll eighteen. Find someone else that can get in there and do it. Every time you look, every fucking time you looked at that game, Rex Burkhead was on the field. Sometimes in the two-back set. They fucking were destroying them in the first quarter, and I'm pretty sure at that point it was just... Which means, to me, that says... It should be Sony Michelle getting the ball, but no, they're two pass catching backs staying in the Sony game Michelle. the whole time. I stayed away from the New England backfield this season, and I'm happy for I don't, it. I, I like I like Burkett. I just know that you hate him. I wanted to give you a little shit because he had a great game. Bra- look, Brady. Brady, it's Brady. One in what, fucking 17 games? So far, there's only one been played, so it's 100% well, no, game. Well, last year when you, were all, when you were fucking balls deep into him? It's this year, baby. It's this year. So oh, new, no. new season. We count all that shit together, buddy. You want to hit me with your... Yeah, I'm taking Zeke, Zeke against Washington, folks. Always Dallas a solid pick. had 27 rushes last week, split between Pollard and Zeke. It's not going to happen again. They're going to give Zeke more touches. Pollard more. was bad in was his it? carries. He's not Zeke. Yeah, he was bad. Washington gave up 31 rushes, 130 yards to Philly. Zeke is fucking the... We talked about this earlier. Third best running back in, in the NFL, probably. Might be the best true runner. Barkley might be better. Runner. It might be. But either way, he's that good. He's, yeah. he's we're in the same tier as these guys. I expect Zeke to have a good week. I'm not sure if he can put up fucking Marlon Mack numbers. That might be a little <laughs> bit insane. Um, it's possible in this game. But expect 130 yards, maybe a couple touchdowns here. No reason that this seems not up big, too. I expect so them to dominate. Whole fourth quarter, maybe yeah. even half the third. They should just pound the shit out of it. And honestly, I'm not... If, I, if I'm Garrett, I just keep giving Zeke the ball. Get him in game shape. He's yep. got to go. Yep. You just paid him. Fucking A. Yeah. Use the motherfucker. Uh, I got the wide receiver position this week. Uh, there was two guys I was kind of tossing back and forth between, and that was Juju and Julio. Juju had to face the man <laughs> we talked about last year, Stefan Gilmore. <laughs> Rated the number one cornerback, cover corner in the he, league. He shut Juju. He locked down Juju down. pretty good. What what drove me off of Juju, I still think he has a great game, but just the way Seattle plays and eats the clock, I feel like he's going to shorten that game for Juju where he might not get as many opportunities as Julio Jones in that game against the Eagles. A little more faster paced game. The Eagles cornerbacks are pretty fucking trash. They got chewed up by a bunch of Washington no-name fucking receivers last week. Terry McLaurin. Uh, so I, I'm win. looking for an Atlanta at a home game. 
0-1, looking like shit in the preseason, looking like shit week one. They're they're kind of in a need-to-win-now mode. Their run game looks to be pretty fucking terrible, so I'm looking for Julio to have a fucking one of his uh, trademark big games this week. This one might be a very high-scoring game. Yep. Might be. if I mean, if Matt Ryan can have a couple of seconds to throw the ball. The offensive line looks bad. Yeah. So goddamn that's the, bad. That's the one did they concern. lose one of their offensive linemen, by the way? Did they? I thought the they ro- did. One of the rookies, right? One of the rookie guards? I thought he went out. Yeah. I think it was before. Was, was it during the game? Maybe I don't know. I, I'm just concerned I about that offensive line. Really fucking bad. I'm not saying your pick's bad. I'm just saying the right. offensive line's no, bad. Man, that's what I mean. They're not going to be able to run it. They're going to have to check yeah. it. Uh, anyone scared for, about Devonta Freeman at all? Oh, he's trash. <laughs> glad, glad I didn't draft him anywhere. I still like bad. I still like Devonta Freeman. I mean, Minnesota's the whole yeah, we'll see. fucking team was garbage, and Minnesota's defense is yeah. very strong. Minnesota looked fast as fuck, like swarming Second question. Defense. Bears defense is phenomenal. Yes. Minnesota's might be just as good. They're also very good. Are you guys concerned about Green Bay having to go against these teams twice? Yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit in, right. in just a minute, uh, my my thoughts here. But Can't get it up! Some good, solid defenses there, yes. And they're very quick. So maybe, may, I think Devontae Freeman will end up being fine. What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up. <laughs> Okay, so we'll go. Can't get it up here. Who wants to kick us off? Give it to us. Um, I can't get it up, guy. It's going to be Le'Veon Bell. Previously mentioned in the show. A couple reasons here. Darnold being gone, I think, is going to hurt that offense as a whole. Cleveland's got to stack the box against Trevor Seaman. Seaman? Seaman? Seaman on my face. I don't know what his name is. Simeon. That's dirty. Uh, he's banged up, man. He had to have an MRI on his shoulder just to make sure he wasn't fucking hurt. I don't know. That means there's something going on in there. All it takes is fucking one hit and fall on your shoulder, and he might just be Ty Montgomery time for the rest of the game. So he comes with a little risk there. Uh, his only hope is high volume, which he could get. But again, if the game script goes bad because Cleveland shows up this week, then you know, and he's banged up. Maybe they just say, here you go, Ty Montgomery, you know, save Le'Veon for next week. You know, he got most of his points last week in the receiving game. Can he do that with Trevor Simeon? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, because Simeon can't do anything else but pass it short to fucking Bell. But that's my pick this week, Le'Veon Bell. I know, you probably got to start him, but I'm thinking he doesn't uh, doesn't perform for you this week. Yep. I mean, it's a ballsy pick going Levy and Bell, 100% of the snaps over there, but Tom Montgomery didn't get it in there at all. It's fine. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. So you just talked about it, right? This is this. They're going against another really fucking strong defense. The Bears did a great job of shutting down that run game. Aaron Jones was out there more than more than I think we think he. I think he had 61 or something percent of the snaps, most of the targets. However, he was out targeted. He had most of the carries. He was not targeted by Jamal Williams, which I thought was a little surprising. It was only two to one. In essence, they didn't throw to the running backs at all. So if you're if you if you're an Aaron Jones truther out there, you're really hoping that part of his game is the receiving game. Didn't seem to be the case against Chicago. Could have been that it was that Chicago defense. I didn't really think that was going to work. But Minnesota shut down Freeman last week. We just talked about it. Shut down Ito Smith last week. I think they had five total fantasy points between the two of them <laughs> in a half-point PPR. Uh, it's going to be tough fucking sledding for Aaron Jones. Look, Diggs, totally healthy finally for the Vikings. I expect the Vikings to throw it more than ten times. 
Fuck, hope so. I expect the uh, the offense for Minnesota to be running at at full speed, and I think I think they're going to score some points against the Packers defense. That's not good. People think they're good after last week. I don't think they're very. good. I think they're better though than what you what what everyone thought that how bad they would be or how bad they were last year. We'll they're see. Better, they're better than last. We'll year. We'll see so. what happens. Vi- the Vikings can attack this defense down the field. I think they will. I think they'll score some points early. And it's gonna be a it's just gonna be a rough game for the entire Packers run game. Wouldn't surprise me if in the second half we see a total of six fucking carries between these two guys. And it, it's just gonna be a it's gonna be tough sledding for Jones. Like eventually he'll get to a point. I think you'll be fine with him if you drafted him, if you want to play him. It's not this week, though. I am gonna continue the trend of running backs, and I'm gonna go with Phil Ip Lindsay. Wow, that's a weird uh, <laughs> way to fucking say it. He just wrote Phil Lindsay at Phil, that time. Phil, Phil Lindsay from the Denver Broncos. He was only on the field 53% of the snaps, right? He took an opportunity, opportunity with Le'Veon Bell, who I don't like very much, but Phil Lindsay was only on the field 53% of the time. 3.9 yards per carry versus Freeman's 5.6. That is yeah. a fucking huge difference. Um, you talked about before zone the zone running scheme versus the the the, the right was it man to man running scheme yeah. huge difference in terms of what Philip Lindsay can do here. Um, then he's going against the Bears. The Bears give up three point yards per carry to Aaron Jones, who's a fuck of a lot better than Philip Lindsay. Guys, only only thing he might have going for him is Fangio just might not give up on the run. But even at that, it's probably going to come come from Freeman and not Philip Lindsay. I told you, Royce Freeman's the guy this year, man. He's a fucking guy. All right, there's your can't get it up. Let's go on to something different. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. I am going to go with Gallup. Michael Gallup in Dallas. I'm picking Dallas pretty hard this week. Yeah, you're all I'm going Gallup against Washington again. Washington gave up 15 receptions, 214 yards, and four TDs to Philly. Uh, Cooper Gallup should go off. I can't believe they won't. I believe all... This should be another high-scoring game. Last week it was 65 points. One of, of the higher-scoring games. Yeah. Uh, here's the, another interesting fact. These... Last week he had a 100% catch rate. 7 out of 7, folks. Give him the ball. Which he's going to go off. So you... It, it, I don't know if you remember last year. Gallup had a hard time catching the ball last year. So this 100% catch rate is promising, right? Like, I didn't watch a lot of the game. I didn't see how accurate a lot of these passes were, but he was dropping stuff in his hands a lot last year. Here's here's what I like best. I actually think he's a third option on this team. Ooh. I mean, it's, it's not the best in terms of pure opportunity, but in terms of, like, best ball and those sort of things, the guy that you can actually flex and he should, could give you a large amount of points, which he did last week, It's Zeke's going to touch the ball, Cooper's going to get double-teamed, not double-teamed a lot, but he's going gonna to draw more coverage than Gallup. Throw to Gallup. Yeah. And Prescott's a good enough... Res- Jason good- Witten's out there doing work. Prescott's too. a good enough quarterback that he can read and throw the ball unlike your boy Cam. As long as they're as long as they're running man coverage against him. Yeah. I love Gallup. I loved him last year. That's why we drafted him in our Dynasty Startup League. He's still on that squad. We're starting him this week. We had him on our bench yeah, last, week. last week. No. We'll that see what happens. Fuck up by you. I legit sat with you and my phone and asked you if you wanted any changes. And you said, who would we even fucking change? Gallup. Well, okay, now we know. Good pick there. I like Michael Gallup a lot. In fact, I, I, I sat Chris Godwin stuff. this week and put Gallup in his place. Uh, Godwin had a big week, so I'm really hoping Gallup comes through for me goes, against uh-huh. a really bad defense. Uh, I'm going to go with Tyrell Williams here as my flex guy. 
AB is out of town. That makes Tyrell Williams a default number one, and he had number one work last week. He had double-digit targets. Um, him and Waller are really the only two guys on this team worth going to. The only to. two receivers on the team. Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had a shitload of work last week. He touched the ball a fucking yeah, time. I think he had eight or nine targets. 28 carries, too. Eight Holy shit. red zone touches. Yeah, he's the only guy that had you remember, in the red zone. Do you remember oh, Tampa I'm... Bay when Gruden was there? And remember a name called Cadillac Williams? Oh, I yeah. do. He burped the shit out of that uh, rookie running back. Yeah. yeah. To the ground. To the ground. Never he's gonna, anything the rest He's going to do career. it again. He might do it again. But Tyrell Williams is the de facto one. And look, he's a skilled player. Tyrell Williams is a good wide receiver. He was a good wide receiver in Los Angeles. They This team gets to go up against Kansas City this week. And Kansas City can score points, but their defense sucks. is fucking garbage. Three wide receiver touchdowns last week. Ooh. DJ Shark, 146 yards receiving against Kansas City. Chris Conley, 97 yards receiving. Derek Carr is a better passing quarterback than Gardner Minshew as well. I think Tyra Williams has a big week where they throw the ball a shitload. This team does. He had seven targets last week. I expect more. Than that this week. I think Tyra Williams is similar to Jericho last year. He's just going to keep getting the ball. There's, the there's not a lot there's of no other, other guys to there. throw it to. Yep. Okay. Sticking with the guy we talked about earlier. Uh, sticking with that Washington Dallas game. Going with Chris Thompson. Darius Geis is out. AP's old. Uh, game <laughs> script. You know, if Dallas does what the Wiz thinks they're going to do, then by halftime, Thompson's going to be getting all the work on the field, trying to catch some passes out of the back, trying to score some points for the team. As long as they don't get down 40, then they put in fucking who knows who off the practice squad. Uh, he had seven catches on 10 targets in week one. I, I see no reason why he can't at least repeat that. And in a PPR, half PPR, if he can get a couple ground points, uh, yeah. you, you, you'll be, you, could, you could do a lot worse than starting Chris Thompson in your flex this week. It's, he was efficient with those targets too last week. 70, 68 yards or something on those seven catches. That's good. Not a bad pick. I like, I like all those. It's good. We'll see who's got to take the shot. Now that's a stream. All right, streamer. So this week we're doing this differently. We're going to give you a streaming quarterback, tight end, and defense, but we're going to split it up sort of like we did with our studs. We're each just going to take one position and hit you with one guy that we like at the position we've got. So different than last week. Whoever does worse takes a shot. Same as always, boys. So, Wiz? I'm going with Andrew Dalton in Cincinnati going against um, the San Fran 49ers. Mixon's a little bit banged up. I do think Mixon will play, but he's not going to get a lot of usage. And behind Mixon's Giovanni Bernard, who's just not that good. Dalton last week threw for 384 yards, and they just threw the shit out of the ball. 51. Zach Taylor, apparently in my mind, that's all the motherfucker wants to do. Mm, that's surprising. That's, apparently that's what the guy wants to do, even with Andrew Dalton. But keep this in mind, we talked about it early in the, very early when we talked about coaching changes. He did help Goff turn this around at Goff and went L.A. He's probably going to do something similar to Andrew Dalton here. Expect big weeks for Ross. Big weeks for Boyd. Ross had a huge week last Out of week. just nowhere. Again, on... Out of nowhere! Yeah, so on bad last on year. targets, too. 12 targets. Yeah. It wasn't a matter of a couple of deep balls. Andrew Dalton threw for 384 yards. In the yards. rain, in Seattle. In yeah. the rain. Yeah. That's so fucking impressive. So, San Fran last week gave up three TDs. Keep in mind, two were called back against Jameis. 
Okay. I expect Mc Dalton to, to to put up big points. Guys, let me ask you guys this question: We're we're in a superflex league, okay? Is Dalton worth rostering in a superflex league? Is this going to be a guy season long that you end up starting? I just picked him up this week. So yeah, you say in yes. that league where I owned Mahomes and Watson, I also owned Trubisky. I cut Trubisky to pick up Dalton because. I think he's going to have the opportunity week to week. If he's throwing 45 to 50 times, that's, that's a fantasy lot of points. Times. Yeah. Right. Very good. So. All right, so uh, tight ends fell on me here. Um, for whatever reason, Darren Waller's only 42% owned in Yahoo. So it qualifies under our streaming rules. So Darren Waller's my streaming tight end. If there's any chance on earth that he is available on your waiver wire, pick him up because he's probably more than a streamer. This kid is a freak. 6'6", 255, but he ran a 4'4", 640. He's fast as fuck. He's big and fast, and he's finally off the drugs, guys. He, he's one of those guys we said earlier, played 100% of his snaps, uh, of the offensive snaps in week one. Could be on Why didn't he spend off the drugs? He spent the first two years of his career in and out of rehab on every kind of drug. Was he with Josh Gordon? They probably brought yeah I'm sure they sat together and shot play some at <laughs> but it wasn't pot with him he was talking he, if you watched if you watched uh, Hard Knocks you know he he did he did pot and then he did pills and he was shooting shit he was blowing shit up his nose anything he can get his hands on yeah, but he got him he's got his life together now finally uh, and he's got a, his third opportunity in the NFL and it looks like he's going to take advantage you just talked about with Tyrell Williams right this is a game where they're going to throw it a ton. There's really only two targets outside of the running back that Derek Carr wants to throw it to. Darren Waller is going to be a stud probably all year. He, there's a good chance he ends top six, top five tight end in the league. And this is going to be one of the weeks where he has all the opportunity in the world to score a whole bunch. Last year, I realized it was last season, but there hadn't been a whole bunch of changes on that Kansas City defense. When Oakland played Kansas City um, Cook went 7 of 8 for 100 yards and a touchdown. I think Darren Waller's more athletic than Jared Cook is. So Cook's getting fucking old. Look for a big game out of Darren Waller. And if you can find him, only 42% owned. Shocking. If you can fucking find this kid, put him on your roster, goddammit. Like it. Like it. Uh, he, you brought it up earlier with Cadillac Williams. Is there any, There's got to be some concern already. About, like, a Waller and a fucking Jacobs. Yeah. Like, two guys that aren't used to this type of load. I mean, you're just fucking pounding the sh- 100% snap rate for a tight end that's never been on the field. I, I think his total his total career, he's got 16 targets, right. and he had eight last week. And then so. Jacobs, you know, we talked about his, his workload in college wasn't all that impressive, and now we're going to give him 28. His most carries in the season in Alabama was, like, 125. I don't and think he gets Gruden, 28 week I, I, one. I don't think he... I don't think that resonates at all. Ooh, it does not resonate to me. I don't shit. think they make it yeah. through the season. It's if football. He doesn't up, give a shit. I, I would say neither of those guys make it through the season with that type, <laughs> okay. of, with okay. that type of workload. But anyway, uh, looking through streaming defenses on Yahoo, I don't know. Maybe everybody was didn't like their matchups of the defense they owned, but trying to find a defense under fifty percent that had uh, a matchable that I a matchup that I thought was was something that could be uh, profitable for a defense, I had to go with, I don't know if I buy the Titans offense. That's what I had to go with. I don't know if I buy Marcus Mariota. There's a chance. I don't know if I like Derrick Henry that much. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to go with the Colts D. They had four sacks, two turnovers against the Chargers last week. Better offense. But they gave up better know, quarterback. 28 points or whatever they ended up giving up. But 
That's where I had to go. So I'm trying the Colts D for my streamer. I don't hate that Colts D pick. Not pick. You did I it last week. I also don't believe in the Titans. That's that's all. all I could they find. They put 42 fucking points. Was it? Something got 43. 43 but points. But so much of that was from Cleveland's shitty offense. So bad. Three interceptions in the if fourth quarter. If Matt LaFleur was still there, that would not be the score. No, it would not. You're right about that. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. The streaming defenses, you're right, this week are a little rough. I mean, it's the top dogs or nobody right now. Uh, all right, Froggy, your turn, bro. Daily Deep Throat. As the winner of our daily competition between us, you have the privilege of sharing with the people who you like in dailies this week. It wasn't even close. It was <laughs> kind of close. You only The issue is... That how many guys do you start in a fan duel lineup? Ten guys? Mm, let's see. Three, <sighs> six, seven, eight, nine? Nine, I think. Out of nine guys, seven. We had seven in common. We did? There was only two guys difference. You had McCaffrey in there, and uh, I didn't have McCaffrey. So there was no chance of me beating Yeah, yeah. That's we had seven that, fucking guys in common. That's a perfect example of your ownership. That's yeah. what we talk about with ownership. If you have the same guys everybody else has, you, yeah. it's, tough to, it's tough to win because... You're all in that same group of people. You're just moving away with that same group of people. And unless you have that one guy that stands out compared, you ain't going anywhere. I think it was McCaffrey and our defenses were different. Gotcha. So you beat me by 35. You must have took my advice. And I, nah, just was I think I better. put my lineup in there far before you did. Go ahead. All right. So this week, I'm giving you two routes to take. Because you can't, you, can't you can't do them both together because guys cost too much money. So route one. Stud running backs in all three spots. You're going Barkley, Kamara, and Zeke. Three stud RBs. You got to pick a quarterback like a Derek Carr. Is it Derek or David? I can never fucking remember. It is Derek. You got to pick the Carr boy it's from Derek Oakland. Carr. Or you got to go with uh, Josh Allen from Buffalo as your as a cheaper quarterback option. You got to find a cheap tight end like Waller, like Dweez Nuts says. You got to find some cheap wide receivers like Tyrell Williams from Oakland, like McCole Hardman from KC, like um, maybe a John Brown if you want to if you want to pair up Josh Allen with Josh John Brown. That's a decent pairing. That's my first option route is go stud running backs cuz you're looking for volume. Okay? Option number 2 is to stack the New Orleans and Rams. And do something like a golf cooks cup with Camara Thomas. Wow, those are your two winning ways right there, my friends. Love that. Those. That's a lot of guys on those. Those are your two winning lineup routes. I'm locking it in. That's it. Okay. That's what I got for you this week. Very good. You think you're gonna win one of those against us? Oh, I'll I'll win you guys again. I'll be talking right here next week. (laughs) Good chance. Would you rather? All right, guys, we're going to do would you rather here. I'm going to hit you with eight this guy or this guy questions. You tell me who you think the better play is this week. I tried this week to pick. You know, I'm not looking at a bunch of the studs. I'm looking at the bubble spots. Maybe you might play them in your flex. Questions that people might actually be looking at because they have these players on their team. So that this could be helpful to our listeners as well as another reason for one of you to take a shot next week. We'll start. At the quarterback position, let's say you're streaming quarterbacks. How about two options? We've got uh, Dak Prescott versus Washington, Derek Carr versus Kansas City. We talked about that Kansas City game and how much we think Oakland's going to score. But we saw what Dak did last week. Who you like here? 
I'll go with Carr. Whoa, that surprised me. Yeah. Didn't you pick? Weren't you talking Dak earlier on something? No, I was just talking, talking every other talking fucking Andrew piece Dalton. of the <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Uh, I think Carr's got a slightly higher ceiling. Dak's got the higher floor. I'll take Dak. Fuck it. Ooh, he will. Good. We like that. All right, another quarterback selection. We're dropping down the list quite a bit here. Two defenses that that are that are that are they're pretty solid defenses right now. We've got Michael Trubisky playing against Denver, who wasn't as good as we think they were going to be, but we but this defense will eventually be something. Or and we've talked about him already. Andy Dalton versus San Francisco, a defense that came out and played really well last week. Michael Trubisky's not very good, and going against his former defensive coordinator is fucking horrific. I can't imagine it's going to get better for him. I will definitely take Andrew Dalton. That's an easy one. The Sorry. red fucking rocket. Got to take Dalton as well. Fair. All right, let's move on to running backs here, guys. We're going to go two pass-catching backs for this one. James White versus Miami in that game we've discussed already. Or Tariq Cohen in that Denver game where he's legitimately lining up as a wide receiver. But he counts as a running back. So which... Pass catching back, do you like? Well, I just mentioned earlier in the show that I don't want any part of that uh, New England backfield. By default, I must take Tariq Cohen as a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. This one's too easy as well. I will also take Cohen. They're going to force feed him the ball. Okay. Got to cut in the middle of the sentence there. This <laughs> time. All right, let's look at two rookies. Two rookies who are getting the load. Both mm. of them had the majority of the work on their teams. This is Miles Sanders. Versus Atlanta, or Devin Singletary playing against those New York Giants. Two pretty bad defenses that can be feasted upon. Devin Singletary. Easy pick. Easy pick here. Very efficient in his week one uh, playing time. This is a guy I may also be targeting in some daily lineups. If I need a cheap running back or a cheap flex spot, I believe in Singletary scoring some points this week. We talk about points all the fucking time. Guess who doesn't put up points? Fucking Buffalo. Oh, they will this week. Philly oh, puts up points. They will I will week. buy Miles Sanders all day long. Very good. All right, guys, let's go with a couple of backup running backs who might get some opportunities here. Uh, these are, if you're if you're dipping real low, if you're in a deep league, these are two names that you might be looking at at maybe a third running back or flex position. Raheem Mostert playing against Cincinnati or Latavius Murray against those L.A. Rams who you like. Well, we talked about that Rams and uh, New Orleans being a high-scoring game, but Murray wasn't really utilized as much as maybe we thought he would in a Mark Ingram Scored a touchdown. He did have a little 28-yard rushing touchdown. He wasn't used much in the passing game at all. Um, we know the Wiz has got a little bit of a hard-on for Mostert. Last year, he was cream pieing him uh, quite quite frequently. But I'm gonna. I picked up Mostert in our uh, in our super flex league. I'm starting him this week. Therefore, I'm picking Mostert. Oof. Versus Cincinnati. I will continue that cream pie. I will go with Raheem Mostert. Okay, good. Let's flip then to the wide receiver spot. Uh, here's a couple of guys who led their teams last week. Should be the wide receiver ones this week. Playing against some bad defenses. John Brown, back to that Buffalo game. Playing against those shitty Giants. Or Tyrell Williams, we talked about him on the show already. Versus the Chiefs. Easy pick here, folks. I just told you how bad Buffalo Bills are continue to be how bad they are. Tyrell Williams is the only option, the only legitimate receiving option at the receiver position for Oakland. This is easy. Take Tyrell Williams against Casey. 
As much as it saddened me, me as much as it saddened me, I have to agree with you, Wiz. <laughs> Although I did just mention John Brown in a, as a daily option as a cheap receiver, Tyrell's the number one guy there. Him and Waller, one A, one B, in a game where they're gonna have to be throwing. It's got to be Tyrell Williams. You know, yeah, this is a, probably a high ownership spot for him on daily, especially, and it's a it's a chance for him to bust, but. Boy, it sure looks like a good spot for him, so I got to go with Tyrell. Did you guys see John Brown in that game? He looked fucking great. Yeah. Well, he did last he year, too. He got once, didn't he? He looked good. What? But he did exactly what you said. You know, he hit the he hit yeah. the big one. And... All right, let's look at two rookies who really shined last week for very different reasons. Marquise Brown came in and had four targets. He's playing against Arizona this week. Terry McLaurin, on the other hand, Played like 96% of his team's snaps and had a shitload of targets. He gets Dallas this week. Which guy do you like on an offense that, let's be honest, neither of these offenses should be that good. Granted, Lamar Jackson threw five touchdowns, but come on. Yeah, I think this is the the first legitimate question you've actually given us here. That This was oh. actually very yes. interesting in who you actually pick. I will take Terry McLaurin out of Washington against Dallas. The reason being is the amount of snaps they actually played. Dallas will be winning this game. Washington will be behind. They'll be throwing the ball. I like Terry's options here. Yeah, it's all about opportunity. We talked about Marquise Brown having 12 snaps. You just said Terry McLaurin had 97%. He's he's already proven to be one of their top receivers, so it's I think you got to go McLaren. Okay. Lastly, here we're going to go with two wide receivers who are technically the wide receiver ones on their team, but they certainly weren't drafted as a wide receiver one. When you think about the stud wide receivers, they don't come to mind, although both of them have shown out. We've got Julian Edelman playing against those Miami Dolphins, or Kenny Galladay going against the Chargers this week. Miami gave up a shitload of points. To a really, I would I would normally say bad passing team. So I'm going to go Julian Edelman. I don't like Miami a lot. I don't like I don't like doing the trailing Miami for some reason. There's just too many points that Miami can give up. I expect Julian Edelman to outscore Kenny Galladay. Okay. You saw Bursette throw a couple touchdowns against the Chargers. Can Stafford do it too? <sighs> Whiz, buddy, Whiz. Yeah, I mean, we saw <laughs> fucking A. Hawkinson getting a lot of love. Amendola getting a shitload of targets. You know, I think this this could be the year Stafford's just kind of spreading it around. He's, he actually looks for guys that are open. He's not force-feeding anybody. You got Xavier Howard. You got Micah Fitzpatrick. You know, Minka. Minka, Minka. Looking, on the, looking for a trade. But, you know, Xavier's probably going to be guarding guys like Gordon or AB when they're in there. Same with Fitzpatrick. Julian gets the easy fucking road in the slot. I gotta gotta go with the Wiz again. Oh, come on! We'll see if either of you go over 50%. Maybe we picked the wrong guy. I don't know. All right, the last thing we need to do before our lesson of the day, I'm going to remind you now so you don't forget about it later. Lesson of the day is coming up. Who you got? This is our Survivor Pick'em League. Last week, uh, Bullfrog and I just barely hung on in our picks. And after halftime, it looked a lot like Wiz was going down, but all three of our teams won. So we're still in it. No strikes against us. This week, I am going to take, you know, I've talked about this team a couple times already. I love the Patriots this week against the Dolphins. There are a lot of really tough matchups to call. Even the ones that had big spreads, I didn't feel good about anywhere. The only team... That I really think there's no question about it. 
It's got to be the New England Patriots this week against Miami. You'd think so. I mean, You'd think they're, so. They're, I hope they're so. a hundred times the better team. But yes. for some reason, Nine, I think the spread is currently at nineteen. Uh, let's see. What did I have written down here? It started well, at fourteen and a half. It so went up to eighteen and a half. Yeah, today. No, I think 19. today I saw it go up to nineteen. I mean, yeah. Logic says New England's great again. They have struggled there for some whatever reason. They lost there what last couple years. But again, a lot of di- lots of different team there. Uh, so I mean, I'm I'm good with you picking New England there. I'm taking Baltimore um, at, or no, Arizona at Baltimore. I'm taking uh, the Ravens with a 13.5-point spread. At home. You're the only one of us that picked a home team, which I, is the I, general rule of thumb. Yeah, Pick a home team. Yeah, I, li- I like to stick with my home, my homies. Uh, so that's where I'm going with the Ravens. I will finish this up with Dallas against Washington. We talked about before is Washington is also one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think the worst team probably is Miami. We can we can completely say that. We'll Washington is probably the second worst team. I will take Dallas. We'll be picking against Miami and Washington every week. That third team is always going to be questionable. But uh, there it is. Those are our survivor pickums. If you're still in yours, listen to Nuts. He's best at this. I think I got my first strike first last week in week one. But this year, this year's a different story. I'm winning this shit, boys. Bullfrog, hit us with... Your lesson of the day. So it's kind of lesson of the week for some fantasy football purposes, and it's just it's it's going all the way back to the draft. What what was the the common thought going into this last year's NFL draft with these skill positions? Running backs were terrible. Yeah, running backs. Were receivers were stacked. And tight ends, tight ends were stacked. What do we always say? Rookie receivers tend to struggle. But look at week one. Oof. Fucking rookie wide receivers went fucking ape shit. Is it repeatable? Probably more than ever. I'm not saying it's repeatable, but when has it ever happened? Week one, out of the gates, rookie receivers are scoring multiple touchdowns all over the fucking board. All over the place. Rookie tight ends traditionally do nothing early, and Hawkinson breaks a fucking NFL record. And what did the rookie running backs do? Nothing. Jacobs. Fucking Jacobs. Jacobs. That's it, man. Singletary was probably number two, point-wise. Yeah. Sanders didn't do much of Montgomery shit. Montgomery didn't do shit. Montgomery didn't get any fucking opportunity. Justice Hill didn't do anything. Again, that's just kind of a sleeper guy. You know uh, who we didn't hear from there? It was it was Fant. Fant was quiet. No, Fant didn't do nothing. shit. No. Yeah. So that's the lesson of the week, man. Maybe you just got to trust the stock. Players are good. Players are bad. Just because you know, people are touting a running back because he might have an opportunity. But if he's just not that good... Or if they're just fucking awesome receivers, even if they're in a shitty spot, like Hollywood Brown. Quick question right they now. Can still make if you had plays. to choose one of these rookie wide receivers, who would you recommend? Season long? Yeah. From here on out, who are you picking? I did pick. I did pick Terry McLaurin. Oh. It's a volume for me. Yeah, that's one. Maybe even maybe AJ Brown, because skill wise, he was the best receiver of the bunch, and he may be already number one receiver. How many catches does Chris Davis have? Corey, Corey Davis. Or Corey Davis? Zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. Already. No, no, Brown no. Was good. Davis was on the field a lot, but he didn't catch a single yeah. fucking ball. That A.J. Brown was the best, you know, overall receiver coming in. And we all talk shit because of where he got sent, but well, maybe maybe he can perform Talk shit about Hollywood Brown going to a shitty place, too. And he was coming off an injury, but so it's interesting. You know what was was, was, Who's your rookie receiver? Um, I think AJ Brown's a good pick. I don't, I, I don't, I have a lot of faith in Washington in general. Sure. AJ Brown's a good pick. I uh, also how about Metcalf got Metcalf, pretty good work. Metcalf's Metcalf's the other guy what did Lockett get? One catch, one Let, target, or something. Team and targets to DK Oof. Metcalf. Metcalf might be interesting out there. Yeah, 
I'd suggest you just today to my brother that he start Metcalf and his flex over a bunch Metcalf of Metcalf is interesting. All right, fuckers. So, yeah, watch those rookie receivers this year break the goddamn mold. Good lesson. Good show. Y'all fuck off. I'm sick. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.